Just So You Know podcast, here to give everyone a chance to let everyone know just how much they mean to them. Okay, okay. Drop your best bars. Ready, go. It's every day, bro, with that Disney Channel flow. Five mil on YouTube in six months. Jesus loves you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Great. Okay, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. I am here with KP. (laughs) KP in the house. Okay. So, um, without further ado, here's our first student interview. How are you feeling? Good. (laughs) Just got just got done with Monday night core. We worshipped our hearts out, and now we're sitting here after 30 minutes of preparing. Yes, 30 minutes of prep. This is what happens to a new podcaster. It's okay. So, I have a few questions that I want to talk to you and ask you about. Uh, just hear about your life and hopefully just get to know you a little bit better. Um, and hopefully, <laughs> by the end, uh, we can um, have a little bit more understanding about who each other are. Yeah? Yes. Okay, great. So, in one sentence, Caitlin Pike, (laughs) tell me who you are. I'm Caitlin Pike. Yeah, but like (laughs) greater than your name. Who are you? Who is Caitlin Pike? Caitlin Pike is the funniest, most kind-hearted. I hate talking about myself. No, it's good. Uh, Caitlin Pike is the funniest person in the whole wide world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would have to agree with that. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> pretty <laughs> obvious, yeah. Okay. Um, when thinking about, we kind of just spent the last hour talking about gratitude. Um, that's a huge thing that this podcast is about, is about gratitude. Um, thinking about your life and your life circumstances. What is something that you're grateful for bes- beyond people? Like, what is circumstance? Something that has happened in your life that you're grateful for? Beyond people. Prepare me for this one. <laughs> um, definitely the things I have. Does that make sense? Like what? Like a house to live under, um, a church to go to, um, a school to be at. As much as I hate school, I still have the building to be at. Just the things I have that... Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. that's a good answer. I agree. What has been the most memorable memory inside of your home? Oh, I would definitely have to say most memorable. March 13, 2021. Wow, that's such Down a specific to the date. date. <laughs> Down okay, to the tell date. me what happened on March 31st, 2021. No, oh, March 13. 13. Yeah, my bad. No, wait, it was 15. March okay. 15. March 15. March tell me 15. <laughs> tell me what happened on March 15. March 15, I was coming home from basketball practice. Probably 8 o'clock. I don't remember specific times, but I couldn't get down to the second. March 15, I walked into my house, and there sat my 
two little sisters, my foster care sisters. <laughs> Why was it so memorable? What is what is memorable about seeing your um, two foster care sisters there? It was so memorable, especially looking back at it now, looking at the fact of like I was legit scared to look like talk to them. But like looking to where we are now, it's so memorable because it shows the growth that has happened since the moment I saw them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Me too. Uh, what are your, your two foster now? Adopted. There it is. Yup. Adopted sister's name. Um, there's Delilah. She's two years old. And then there is Aaliyah, who is three, almost four. Awesome. Well, the next question hopefully is a funny one. Uh, so tell us about your greatest, most epic failure in your life. Oh boy. There's a lot of those. The greatest and most epic. Greatest and most epic failure. So I'm going to go with my most humbling moment. Yes, humbling <laughs> moment <laughs> would be a good one. Like, there's so much embarrassing stuff that has happened that I don't know what to knock it down to. <laughs> Just uh, the first one that comes to your mind. Um, Definitely a couple days ago, I went bowling. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, in fact, bowling. No, this was different from when we went. I went the other day. Okay. I was bowling. More recent. I was bowling, and I my finger got caught in the ball. Right in the little thumb hole. I was like going for speed, so it was a smaller ball. And um I did in fact flop down and like slipping slide down the court. Like not court, down the lane. Yeah. Best part about it is I actually got a job there and I'm <laughs> starting tomorrow. <laughs> They're like, after seeing those skills, we want nothing You're more. <laughs> nothing more to have you on the team. You got the job. <laughs> yeah, that that was the deal breaker for them, I guess. <laughs> They're like, we we know that there's so many people who become uh, pedestrians that get themselves in the same exact experience. So we need someone who has experience with that to help them. Help them get back up and just keep going like nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, okay. In direct contrast to your greatest and most epic failure, what has been the best success story of your life? One of the coolest moments of your life. I guess a different way you could say it. Definitely. Finding my way back to the Lord. Tell me about it. Um, everybody has a coming to Jesus moment. You yeah. feel? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if I've ever shared the story actually fully throughout. I sometimes joke about it, but like, yeah. never. Um, just wow, a couple months ago now. Yeah. I was like finding my way back to the Lord. I was like, I was in it to win it. I was going to all the things that I thought I needed to go to to be this perfect Christian and I still just didn't feel like I just didn't have that coming to Jesus moment hmm. where you like you know he's there you know that you're doing this yeah but I would say a couple months ago I was sleeping and I'm known for my dreams yeah my dreams I predict the future okay <laughs> besides the point that can be next question uh, I was laying there and I could have sworn I was awake I still don't know if I was awake or hmm. sleeping but here through my door walks in Jesus Christ. And, oh, that was a very awakening moment for me. Yeah. Like, literally, because I was sleeping, I, f- I like, thought I was, you know, you get it? There's That was kind of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but, <it's> but, <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it was definitely, like, one of the moments that I definitely realized that um, he was real. That I was living my life for him and, you know, 
Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Stop doing that. I hate the, the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> she continues to eat the microphone. <laughs> um, okay. To what would be your piece of advice to people who have yet to have their quote unquote coming to Jesus moment? What would what would be your you advice? Know, my advice would be it's not gonna happen right away. It probably maybe won't even happen to you. But I definitely know that the time that I was looking for that moment and everybody was like, oh, my gosh, here was mine, here was mine, here was mine. It was lonely because mm-hmm. it was like, am I a true Christian if I didn't have this moment? Well, and I think it took a lot of realization that I might not have that moment. Um, so it was like it was definitely the part of learning that you can still be a good Christian without having that moment mm-hmm. because you realizing to yourself that. He is real, but you don't need proof of that. You don't need yeah. proof. You don't need him standing in front of you. You don't need that moment where it's like, holy crap, Jesus Christ is standing in front of me. Yeah. You don't need that moment to be specifically defined of like, whole is he real? I, what's happening? I would just say that the moment you're alive for a very long time, that yeah. moment's not going to come to you right away. Like, I could be 56 years old and still not have that moment. But that does not mean that you're any less of a Christian than somebody else. Hmm. Yeah, even thinking about it today. Um, the verse of the day today is Hebrews 11.1. 1. Yup, uh, I read it. I read it! Yeah. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance in what we do not see. So, people can still be Christians because we have faith in Christ and not physically see them in our own dreams. Dreams. Back to the whole dream thing. Yeah, tell me about (laughs) it. (laughs) I was told. I was so worried about myself. Do you Mm. know what being prophetic is? Yes. Yes, I was told. Somebody, I thought I was crazy, actually. I did not know that that this was a thing. That prophecy was like a spiritual gift? I thought I was just crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like, no part of me thought that this was a gift. I thought I was going crazy. I kept having dreams that things were coming true. And there is there's a lot to it. There's a lot of stuff that I also don't want to share, but yeah, that's okay. <laughs> we'll keep it on the DL. Finally, I did. I had like a really like honestly traumatizing dream, and I was like, man, I should probably you know say something to someone. So mm-hmm. I had said something, and they're like, you know what? You're probably prophetic. Prophetic. I don't want to say it wrong because that'd be so embarrassing. Prophetic. Prophetic. Yep. Mm-hmm. There okay. it is. And I'm like, I was like, I don't even know what this word means. And I was supposed to get into the shower, but instead I was sitting on the floor, fully clothed, looking up what prophetic <laughs> meant. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I spent three hours there. <laughs> what did you find? I found out that basically it is where you, where you, like God is giving you these dreams and visions to show you, like basically so that, I don't want to say it wrong. It's okay. So it's like that he, you know that. He's, like, sending you this so that you can spread the word and yeah. be, like, it's like he's sending you down to be his, like, little guardian, not guardian, that's the wrong <laughs> word, No guide, to, like, yeah. show people who God is and who Jesus is. Yeah. And it was, like, I'm having these dreams, and I predicted somebody was pregnant. Guess what? Pregnant. I had a dream, but I didn't predict it. Yeah. She was pregnant. God uh, told you. God, God told me, and yeah. I questioned her, and I did feel incredibly bad questioning her <laughs> because she did not admit it at first. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, there was more to it. Like, yeah. I I had, it was, like, just small things, though. I never big, like, I never had big things until 
I had one like a year ago and it popped up in my memories on Snapchat because I always would write it down. That's the one yeah. thing. Always write it down. Yeah. That's a good tip. And it did in fact happen. Now it was not a good thing, but it did come <laughs> it did come yeah. true. Yeah. I have a uh pro tip number one. Um I have a notes in my note app and I after I dream I always write it down with the date and the timestamp just so that you can go back and listen to it listen to it um but yeah i mean old testament prophets are people who literally sp- spoke the word of the lord to the people and then now prophecy is a gift um that the holy spirit gives us that can um the use of it usually is to encourage the body or encourage other believers to like yeah what you're saying see see god even when they don't see him so that's really encouraging yeah definitely that was definitely like this was like literally just I realized this like two weeks ago. Yeah, no, that's it's super still a exciting. big prof- processing yeah. point in me, but it's like it really incur- it like shows you that like in when you're in doubt, there's things that happen. Yeah, and that was definitely the thing I needed. That's so cool. Well, the anyways, back to gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> no, just a few more questions about who you are. When you think about you are a junior here at Genesis High School. <laughs> Time flies. I know it does. Um, what is the legacy that you want to leave here? Oh, I've thought about this question. Yeah. Not even just the legacy that I want to leave here, legacy that I want to like leave on my life. Yeah. Like, this is gonna sound really sad, but like when I die, I obviously want to have like people who are like, oh my gosh, she was, she was a good person. Yeah. I wanna. I definitely sh- there's definitely strides in my life that I make so that I am remembered for better things than worse. Yeah. So I'm sure a lot of people do that. Just saying, but I definitely, when I the legacy I'd like to leave is like. You, oh, it's hard when it comes out into words, you know. Yeah. I want to not even just like a legacy, but the person I want to be. Can I turn it into the person yeah, I want to be remembered as? Yeah, great. Mm, perfect slay. Okay. The person I want to be remembered as, as somebody who was always, somebody, everybody was always able to go to. Yeah. Everybody was able to be like, oh, I can tell her that, and it's never going to be, like, a problem because she won't repeat it or yeah. she won't judge me. And I want to be that person who doesn't judge because I've had things in my life where I feel like I didn't want to be judged and I was judged, so why would I want that on anybody else? Yeah. And, of course, I want to be remembered as funny because I am. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just want to, to the funny part, I want to be able to show that there is happy in the bad. Yeah. And in the bad, there's happy. That Mm -hmm. was the exact same thing, just the other way. Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) No, that's good. You want there to be joy in all circumstances. That's it. I just want joy in life. I want to be remembered as a joyful, happy person. Yeah. Somebody who everybody could look at and be like, man. She was funny. Yeah. <laughs> she was a good person. <laughs> when I'm around here, we have a good time. <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to be remembered as somebody who was like drama central, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And obviously, we're high schoolers. There's going to be drama. And I can say, yes, I've definitely been involved in drama. <laughs> I'm not going to like deny that because if I deny it, it's just a lie. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's definitely something, though. It's like high school is a lot of drama. And if you can steer clear of that, it, it will be hard steering clear from drama because it is an every single day thing just you know maybe stay on the outside of it like what i like to do is just like i like to know 
I'm not going to get involved, but I'd like to know because I want to I want to know what's going on. So definitely just like Caitlin Pike's tip. Be a nosy bee. Be a nosy bee. Yes, that's what she gives. Yeah, basically just be nosy. (laughs) But don't snitch. (laughs) I would not say that that's the best piece of advice. That was a joke. (laughs) I was just joking. She's funny. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um. One of the things that I asked you to uh, prepare in coming here is a letter and or in our conversations, um, just an outline of what you want to say to uh, um, a person that means a lot to you, that has left a legacy on your life, um, that has changed your life. Um, You've taken the liberties to make that two people, not just one. But Mm -hmm. um, before you talk about it, uh, tell us who it is and tell us a little bit about them. I chose... We're going back to the little sissies. Yeah. I chose my sisters, Leah and Delilah, and I chose them because they've had such a huge effect on my life. They've inspired me. They've showed me, like, the good and the bad. They've showed me how, even for just being two- and three-year-olds, they're, they're toddlers, but just for being children, they have, like, taught me more than, like, anything in this whole wide world. They're a big inspiration in my life. And I definitely would not be, especially right now, sitting here if it weren't for them. Yeah. So? So, I have to get to the letter now. Without further ado. I I wrote half of it. Caitlin, um, the only rules is that you start the letter with, hey, Leah and Delilah, just so you know. Mm-hmm. The floor is yours. <coughs> <coughs> I'm going to cry. It's okay. I might like swoop into my Instagram um, caption, but we're not going to talk <laughs> about it. Okay. Hey, Leah and Delilah, just so you know, you are some of the most important people in my life. Whew. Okay. The things that you, two ha- that you two girls have taught me in these past two years will forever be so important to me. Some will say that, oh, they are just toddlers. How could they have possibly taught you so much? And the simple answer to what... <coughs> To that would be everything I know. Wait. Guys, I'm not good at reading. I'm a robot. I'm sorry. And the simple answer to that would be they've taught me everything I know. Now, I'm going to share the long answer because I like to talk. I'm going to go individual here. Delilah. Delilah's two years old, and when we got her, we were just told that she had spinal bifida. Spinal bifida is basically where your spine is blown from outside of your back, outside of your body, and it's a very, f- it's it's a treatable disease. It's not disease. It's I don't even know. It's a treatable. It's treatable in, in the pregnancy. You can get surgery for it while you're pregnant. The mom, of my two sisters, did not go to a single ultrasound for them. So it was not known that she had spinal bifida until she was born. So, Delilah, when she first came to us, they were just like, oh, she's spinal bifida. She's fine. She was ten months old and was basically a newborn baby because she had nothing. She sat on the ground all day. The whole back of her head was bald because she just laid there. They told us after like a month of having them, oh, she's paralyzed completely from her waist down. She's not going to do anything with the rest of her life. She's just there. And I think from that moment on, it was a big inspiration for everybody in our family to prove that doctor wrong, to prove that this girl is so much more than just that child sitting there. She's a human, and she's very capable of doing a lot of things. 
And she did. She very much proved the doctor's wrong because now he said, the doctor's like, she's not going to crawl. She's not going to be able to even stand up. And she's done all of those things. Oh, that was my phone. She's done all of those things. She showed last Christmas, almost or coming upon a year, she crawled for the first time on her knees because she just used to butt scoot. <laughs> Actually, she army crawled for a really long time. <laughs> that was the funniest thing ever. But I think going back into why I'm so grateful for her is because she showed me that even in the impossible that there are still possible that nothing is impossible that you can strive to do great things in life and you can't have one thing that somebody says define you so her being told all these things and her beating all these challenges that she was told she would never do definitely put a whole new perspective on my life definitely made me rethink a lot of things and I very much confidently can say that I would not like I would not be so inspired I would not be so oh what's the word strong as I am now if it weren't for her because I don't take a single thing for granted now now I'm grateful for my family and that never once was a thing I just looked right past it like oh they're just my family who cares no that's that's not the deal I'm very very no, I'm very thankful for my family, and I think that God put the both of them into my life to show me that family is a very important thing, Yeah, and that you need to be grateful for that, and that family is even beyond the blood. Family is the people you have in your life, and the bond that you have, and all that. So, Delilah just has shown me that I can be a strong, independent girl. And that I can accomplish the things that I never once thought I could accomplish. Now, Leah. Oh my gosh. She is the sassiest, most kind-hearted, loving. She's me. She's a mini me. <laughs> yeah. She's me. And um, she, that girl. Oh my goodness. I love her. She, she taught me a lot. Because she came to us when she was two. Almost three. No, just two. She had memories from her old home. So she came to us very traumatized and all that stuff. All the not so hot stuff. Sorry, hold on. I'm saying this cord. Um <laughs> my my ADHD medication's worn off. <laughs> <laughs> um Aaliyah, she's I'm gonna read to you what I wrote a couple weeks ago. Yeah. <coughs> Aaliyah Jane. This is this is for you. Your sassy attitude and sense of humor never fails to make me smile. Your random remarks and stories are something I will never forget. You are one of the strongest little girls I know. Watching you grow into who you are today has inspired me in so many ways. You are so special and your heart is so pure. Thank you for showing me how much l life truly matters. I never, I will never take a day for granted because of you. You've taught me that the little things in life are what truly matters. And I know I said that about Delilah, but both of them, you know, have taught me that. Yeah. And I think Leah, Leah started coming to church with me. She's three years old and she asked me to go to church. And that like literally put the biggest smile on my face. And I just, that was just so like hearing her walk up to me yesterday morning and say, Kate, where are you going? I'm going to church. <gasps> can I come? Yeah, you can come. 
She s- she stood with me and she sung. She was singing. We were worshiping together. She's three years old. And That's she, so cute. I know. She was pl- she was trying to read. She can't read, but she was trying to read my Bible. <laughs> and she asked me last night before we went to bed, Kate, can you read me something from the Bible? Well, she said, Kate, can you read me something? And I said, well, what book? And she goes, the one from church. And That's I was. So cute. It was so cute. My heart sunk. I was like, oh my gosh. And it was just this light. It was just like. You were sent to me from yeah. God. You were that. You were that person that I needed. Mm-hmm. You and your sister were. He sent you to me to show me that He is so much more than just what I originally thought that He yeah. was. Because I originally was just like, oh, He's just there. He's, oh man, He takes our sins. That's Jesus. But anyways, He's literally. It was just like, oh yeah, it was that common West Michigan. I go to church, yeah. I read my Bible, but do I truly think that he's really all that matters to me? Yeah. Because I can tell you I did not think that before. Mm. But definitely, I, th- I think that now, just to clarify <laughs> that one. <laughs> just to put that in there. Just to put that put out that there. Put that on the record. <laughs> I love Jod. 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 Jod! Um, it was, he, I can... Okay. What was I saying? He sent those two young yep. little girls to me to show me who he was yeah. and to show me that he was so much more than just being there, mm-hmm. that he was my life and I was ready to give everything I had to him. Yeah. And because of that, I did in fact get baptized. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I hadn't been baptized before though. I was baptized when I was three, but my yeah. parents didn't. And so it was like, I didn't know what being baptized was when I was three. They poured a bucket of water in my head and I was like, Oh man, we're swimming in the lake. <laughs> no, I was getting baptized. <laughs> yeah. But there was like part of my life though, where it was like I didn't go to church. I didn't do any of these things. My parents had just gotten divorced. And I was so lost with the Lord mm. in all of that. And I think being able to come back to him with my own sense and like I'm older and I yeah. understand it now. Being able to do that by myself has been such a growing point for me. Yeah. But it was also at the beginning very hard yeah and lonely because there were these people people that had been going to church for their whole life there have been these people who were like knew every verse in the bible and it's like yeah i know two things and i don't even know what verse is so <laughs> i think that was definitely the hardest thing about going to church yeah at the beginning was that i felt lonely mm. And I know I'm changing the topic of who I'm grateful for. No, I love it. And I should have probably wrote a speech, <laughs> but I did not do that. No, I'm glad. <laughs> We're all learning so much about you, and I love it. Everybody's just learning. So if you had one lasting statement to say directly to Leah and Delilah, what would you say? Stay true to yourself. Stay true to God. Know your values. Know your beliefs. Know who you are and know that God has a plan for you mm-hmm. and that your life may have not started off the best, but you are two very strong little girls yeah. and oh. oh man, I don't cry. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Just you have a purpose. Yeah. Those two little girls, Leah and Delilah, they are so much more than just the two adopted siblings that Caitlin got. Yeah. Because I honestly, they're 
I wouldn't even be Caitlyn if it weren't for them. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But honestly, I think. What would you say to <laughs> Leah and Delilah? That I would tell them everything I just said in this whole interview. Yeah. All over again. So oh. I'm going to need a copy of this, put it into a disc, and I'll put <laughs> it on the TV tonight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, really, honestly, I just, I think I could just tell them, especially when they're older, how much of an impact that even just being so little, how much of an yeah. impact that they can have on someone's life and how much they truly do matter yeah. and how much they truly do affect me and my family and how much of a blessing they are. Yeah. <laughs> Last thing. Deuces. Sorry. <laughs> one more thing. <laughs> if there's any big siblings listening to this podcast, um, what would you say is your one sentence takeaway um, and tip about how to love a sibling, a younger sibling well? They may be annoying, and you may not like them, <laughs> and you may want to beat them up, because <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> that was before, but you know what? I just, one sentence would be, give them the chance and grow from them. Hmm. Let them prove to you who they are. Yeah. Because if you're not going to give them that time, and you're just going to be that bully of an older sibling, hmm. I was bullied as a younger sibling, so I can say... We don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I just definitely, if you open your eyes, you will see that it is a huge life changer. Yeah. It is something that now I would never be able to live without. Yeah. So you're blessed to have those siblings. So show them <laughs> that you are blessed to have yeah. them. Show exactly. them that you care about them and learn from them. Yeah. Because there's so much that you can learn. Yeah. There's so much that you will need to learn because you know what? They may be younger, but they definitely know more than you. <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay. Well, that concludes the wise words from Caitlin Pike. The wise words of KP. <laughs> yeah. Um you have a, a catch line or a motto you want to go out on? Deuces. <laughs> Deuces all. Deuces. <laughs> Bye guys. I love you. And just know Jesus loves you. Oh, okay, that's it. That's why I say thanks every day.